Hey, buddy, want some advice? Sure. If you want to meet women, you should start wearing pants. Pants, eh? Thanks. I'll try it. have extended you an invitation to the pants party and if you're here you have accepted that's right it's time for the main show are we wearing pants here on the feeding the monster podcast feed i am one of your many hosts mark kamire joined as always by thomas risling how you doing I'm, I'm fantastic man this this is the highlight of my week every week john you you look like you're sassy today Oh, yeah, you know, we we kept it clean last week. I, I was looking at the show notes. It's going to be an absolute clusterfuck. What are you thinking, Corey? <laughs> I'm hoping it's a clusterfuck. This is uh, only my second show here, but after last week, I'm pretty much prepared for anything, uh, especially when it comes to my friend Jeff. How's it going, Jeff? How much clusters could a clusterfuck if a cluster could fuck clucks? That's the kind of show we're going to have today, folks. What is cluck? No, you know what? Don't answer that. But yes, you are correct. We are going to have a fantastic show. What is on the docket for tonight, Thomas? We are we are going to continue with the FDM Civil War as always. It's basically become our opening segment in place of Alone Together, uh, of which course. seemingly just went away and we never really addressed it. But I'm cool with it. The FDM Civil War is more fun. Uh, we are also going to touch on another restaurant that's getting creative with the idea of social distancing. And we're also going to cover on the, the back half of the show how coronavirus is changing the porn industry. So, guys, let's, uh, I guess let's dive oh, into yeah. it. Are we, are we cool to dive into the topics? Anybody have any opening notes for today? Let's just dive right on in. All right. So we, Corey, now that, now that you are a member of the, uh, what you named the pants panel, which is my favorite thing ever now, uh, do you have regrets? Do you regret being here? <laughs> Absolutely not. I think I'm killing it. Uh, it's one show in and I've already got a fan. Yeah. Shout out to Zach Anderson, who uh, reached out to me on Twitter and proclaimed himself the number one fan. There you go. And then uh, the lovely, the, the talented, the beautiful Christy McGee, like within 30 seconds, had a little flag for me, which was twice the size of John's, I noticed. Uh, so obviously, I, I'm destroying this thing here already. And I even got my lawnmower fixed. Uh, turns out it's an electric lawnmower and didn't even have a flywheel, so. Oh, well, I mean, that, hey, that solves the problem if the problem doesn't exist. So there you exactly. go. <laughs> so everything's just looking up. Uh, we, we, are, we are missing a call from a familiar face. And I don't want to make him feel bad. But shockingly, we have no call from Tamor to play today. And that slightly broke my heart when I, when I looked. Uh, Tay, Tay, we still love you, man. We, we don't hold. Hey, you be nice, sir. You be nice. Tay, we, we love you, man. Please call in. Don't forget us. You know, we know, we know you're out in the backyard with the hookah, but Thomas, Thomas, time out. Um, I know you're thinking right. that he, you know, forgot us or whatever. He's scared. The blood war has started. <laughs> we, we have, we are past the date. That's true. That's true. Okay. I've been lying in wait. I got this game called man eater. I've been playing man eater all week, which is very apropos. You went method. I, oh, I went complete method. I've been practicing as a bull shark, right? I saw that as a pup. I'm up to being a teen now, so I'm getting a little reckless, right? I, I, I nip at these gators. What happens is the gators are still bigger than me, but I nip at their ball sacks, and I just keep swimming by. It's great. So, did you just? Okay, I want to cover this because we can swear again. We're, we're free We're free of, of Ramadan. We can swear again. Did you just say you're going to nip Tamor's ball sack? Is that basically well, I mean, where that went? Uh, 
I'm practicing with the with the Gators because you know Tamar That's wants to I... be this predominant. Okay, okay. Guy. Hold on. Throw. Time to throw. Mark. So you're nipping Gators ball sex? This took a really bad turn. Corey, can you save us professionally here? Well, when I joined this panel, I was told there would be no uh, ball nipping. Uh, so now I am uh, maybe having a regret or two. Uh, but when it comes to Tamor, uh, John said he was scared. I think he's plotting, which is is terrifying, especially after his last call. Uh, and especially the fact that he's uh, Mark's number one fan. I think Mark uh, might get uh, hauled into something a little nefarious here. So I'm a little worried for Mark. I forgot about that no nip clause. Uh, Jeff, how are you feeling, man? Um, I'm 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 feeling good. Uh, I. How are you feeling about this? Let me rephrase. The the whole thing with the gator ball sacks is that how they make those fancy purses? Um, <laughs> I don't know, but uh, Tamor, we haven't heard from Tamor, and uh, he's uh, he's kind of been a staple of like the way we kick off our show every week. So it it kind of feels like something's missing. It, it hurts. Uh, it hurts a little maybe, bit. Maybe we have some stuff to fill the void and, and maybe like some soothing balm we can rub on this uh, open wound that we have in our art. Well, we'll rub the soothing balm on by be moving on to another call, guys. You want to you move on to another call? Everybody get with that? <laughs> Mark, you have something to say? All right, let's do it. Uh, let's... I, I just want to... Well, I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> What a flawless start to the show today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's let's kick this off with uh, Corey's alleged number one fan. We have a call oh, from Zach Anderson. What's up, Are We Wearing Pants crew? This is Zach Anderson again, also known as uh, number one Corey fan. I'll expect my baked goods within the next coming months or so. Uh, my question today is actually for Mr. John Mariano. Um, since I know you're such a... You have such a vast knowledge on the topic. I was wondering if you could uh, rank your top five lawnmowers for me. Uh, thanks. Oh, and also for Mark, since he had some strong opinions about my hazard lights going on uh, in my Pepsi truck while I'm working. Uh, here's this for just about, you know, 10 extra seconds for you. Love you guys. Talk to you next time. All right, uh, Corey. Let's let's hear from you about your number one fan, Mark. You can stew in that for a moment. Zach is fantastic. Uh, I absolutely love it that that he called in this week. Uh, once your president uh, loosens the restrictions on what could be imported into the United States, uh, I'm certain uh, to send some baked good your way. Uh, no worries there, my friend. I'm also curious about. Uh, John's five favorite lawnmowers, not manscape mowers, but lawnmowers. So th this will be interesting. Yeah, John, let's let's hear uh, from you after after we get Mark's thoughts. So, Mark, <laughs> someone's trying to grind your gears. <laughs> they are. And uh, you're a cruel man, Zach. And we appreciate your listenership. We appreciate the fandom. Whichever one of you is doing that, I hate you because that is awful. Love you, Jeff. Jeff, you're my hero. I gotta, but I gotta, but I gotta, I gotta congratulate. Yeah, I gotta congratulate Zach. It's like because you, you did it. You can't see my face, but as we were listening to this call, I, 
if if I had proceeded to do my famous Kamire eye roll, I would have shaken the world. But I didn't do it. I held back. So kudos. So kudos to you for for pushing the button that I had to restrain myself so hard. And now I'm fighting a nosebleed. So I hope you're happy. I just want to point out that that Corey offered baked goods, and now he's saying things like, "Oh, well, when your president allows, and oh, if if this is met, if this stipulation is met, then you'll get your baked goods." I'm still here, Zach. How else? How else am I going to get him to Zach? You tell I, me, Thomas. I think I think making an offer when you knew there was no way you could follow through. Brilliant, my friend. The, I heard, the baked uh, goods are sitting on my counter. My daughter made uh, peanut butter cookies. They're delicious. Uh, I just need uh, an avenue to get him uh, to my number one fan and the best guy in the whole wide world, Zach Anderson. We can dig a miniature train tunnel and just build a model train oh. that runs underneath the border. Guys, can maybe maybe what we do is we we get a we get a I, I'm down in the southern part of the U.S. Uh, near the Mexican border, and what we could do is I could maybe go down there, uh, down around the Rio Grande, and find some coyotes and bring them up and they could help guide some mules across the Canadian border. And, and we'll, uh, we'll start bringing the, the baked goods in that way. This is very well, that's, illegal. That's, yeah. It's not bad. We don't, cause we don't have mules in Canada. We have beavers yep. and moose. So oh, no, no, we, you'll, uh, I can see you're, you're far from the Southern borders of America. A, uh, a mule Y'all can't see this, but I'm doing air quotes. A mule, that's the term used for someone who carries goods across the border. A coyote, I'm also doing air quotes again. A coyote is the guide, the person that gets them across the border. So uh, there you go. Thank see, you in Canada, we call them dickheads. Yep. So let's let just get a dickhead to pull us some beer yep. and, <laughs> and bring it across the border. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only one here who, who has any semblance of knowledge on how to get the baked goods across the border. Yo, okay. geez, so, so, that's insulting. So, so, so Jeff is sitting here saying he's going to get a coyote, which is the dumbest idea ever. <laughs> I watch the coyote do mail orders all the time, and he gets the, the, these gifts from the Acme company that blow up in his face, and it's terrible. It's a terrible, terrible I've idea. I've seen that. I have the same and, delivery man, yeah. Okay, now, however, we have two Southerners on the panel who have never seen freaking Smokey and the Bandit what you do is you grow a Burt Reynolds mustache, drive over the border in a Trans Am or a Firebird or something of that ilk, get the big goods, and then drive towards the border as fast as you can while Jackie Gleason chases you. There you go. That's it. That's step-by-step -step instructions on how to successfully. Who in their right mind the said that these? Who said? Who said these two Southerners didn't know Smokey and the Bandit? We're like legally <laughs> obliged to watch that my, movie. My, my first, down here. Are you kidding me? My first car when I turned sixteen, John, was a nineteen seventy-seven Trans Am with the T-tops. <laughs> Jeff sounds actually hurt, John. I feel like you struck a real nerve here. They, they called I, me Bandit in high school. I just want to point out that I was the last one. Yeah, to speak. How dare you? Anyone could have suggested this plan who's seen the movie. That's true. If we were talking about cores, <laughs> this would have been the plan. Will this right. be the end of the fun story? My dad actually did that. <laughs> this, this, yes. Oh, 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 I have to answer the lawn mowing question too, right? Yes, you did. And, and according to Corey, all right. Uh, yeah. According to Corey, I can't talk about my ball nippers. So, so let, let me let, let me talk about uh uh. <laughs> My favorite lawnmower. I only have one, and there was this guy. He had flat feet. His name was Fred, and he would wheel this dinosaur around his um, front yard, 
And that is by far head and shoulders my favorite lawnmower. His buddy Barney also had a lawnmower, and it was like a blue dinosaur. And it wasn't quite my favorite. That'd probably be my number two. Beyond that, I couldn't tell you. There you I have saw it. that show. It was uh, L.A. Law. Good the classic. Lord. <laughs> Boom, boom. This has been the messiest 12 minutes we've ever done. <laughs> no, it isn't. Uh, yeah, no, you you're were, right. No, you it's were not. worried, Thomas. You were worried, Thomas, that we didn't have enough content to fill the whole show. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we need another story, guys. You're giving away the secrets of the trade, Jeff. Keep it cave Sorry, sorry. I wasn't paying attention. A little, a little behind the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, speaking hey, we're of back on brands. Oh, okay. Let's uh, let's listen to Christy McGee's call. Christy finally called in. We are yes, all no way before we even. Yeah, we have a call from Christy McGee. Ooh. So before we play this, uh, this is so great. Before we even listen to this, I'm so happy Christy's calling in. It's taken uh, eight episodes of this show, eight episodes of the Hoot and Holler, four episodes of Rome, two episodes of Almost Infamous, and two episodes of Spreading the Weird to get her to call in. But here we are, and we're very very grateful. Uh, so let's dive into this call and let's see what Christy has to say. Well, I hope she nails it. Hello, everyone. It's Christy McGee. I was putting off calling in until I actually had something to say because I know this might open me up to threats of being eaten, so I figured it better be worth it. Now that there are five of you, I can't help but compare you to a boy band. And according to Wikipedia, every boy band has five distinct personality types. The bad boy the shy one, the young one, the older brother type, and of course, the heartthrob. So obviously, the people need to know who is who. Keep up the great work, fellas. You're awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Christy. You are the best. That that made my night. Mark, you got <laughs> May I just may I just may I just say she is almost right. Because famed boy band 98 Degrees was only four. Uh, okay. I, I wouldn't consider them upper echelon boy bands, though. Yeah, famed? You, you I don't know. You got your new kids. You got your Backstreet Boys. I, you got your O-Town. Menudo. I got a, pla Menudo. a platinum record <laughs> that would beg to differ with you. <laughs> so, guys, let's, so, let's dive into this. Sorry, Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. I, I, I cut you off. Go ahead. Well, I was, gonna, boy bands. I, I was just going to say, you know, uh, thank you, Christy, for calling in. Uh, it, it was It's lovely to hear your voice finally, uh, to, to put a voice to all those uh, uh, perfect hashtags you've been throwing around on the Twitters. Uh, so thank you for that. But the thing is, you know, you, uh, you didn't say who is who. No, we have uh, to pick. Yeah, we picked. Yeah, we and, pick. I, and I'm thinking that this is going to be uh, uh, there. This might be friction causing. Uh, this might uh, cause a little strife here within the group. Uh, uh, before we got started, I, I said, you know, uh, and I think I've said this on Twitter too, uh, that Tamor, if he were a wrestler, his name would be the Spoon because he stirs shit up. Maybe your name is the Spoon right now. <laughs> So, so, so I just want to point out a couple of things, but I have I have some concerns here. So, so, so Christy, Christy leads off the call with a threat that may, maybe we're going to eat her. And Christy, we're not that kind of show. There are plenty of places on cable you can go for that kind of treatment. We are not of that ilk. Jeff's talking about friction. It's going sideways really fast, guys. 
No more sex talk. Enough of that. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Boy bands. We are a boy band. FTM, which stands for nothing because that's how boy bands roll. F- foot to mouth. Sure. We are disease. <laughs> foot to mouth. Foot to mouth disease. There you go. <laughs> okay. So who's the bad boy? Who is it? I, I think obviously that's John, right? John? Yeah. Is that just because uh, of the cannibalism? I, 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 I completely disagree. It's definitely Mark. Mark dresses in all black. Mark has like this roguish beard. He drinks out of this chalice. The pictures. He's a metal ooze. vocalist. Yeah. It oozes the bad boy, right? Like, I think that's fair. I think we found our bad boy. Christy? Uh, okay, guys. We got. We, I guess if we're picking, do we have I'll to vote? It. Does the pants panel have to actually assemble and agree on this? <laughs> I, 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 am, I, I would have said that, that. Uh, I'm... I'm I, I would have said I'm the heartthrob, but I'll take bad boy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and see, I was leaning heartthrob for Mark, too. That's why I Ooh. assigned bad boy uh, to John. Because <laughs> you, you think the, the bad boy in the boy band is usually the, the dipshit with the cane for no reason. True. Or he's got a pair of glasses with only one lens. Yep, yep. You know, and, you know, to me, that, that screams John. One glove and a wife beater with a cane and a fedora. Exactly. Yep. You know, but, you know. The Donnie uh, Wahlberg, that's John. <laughs> You, you guys, you guys saying that that maybe Mark should have been the heartthrob. I now see why John said no. Mark is the bad boy. I see you. Right? I see what yeah. you're. You're. Because, you're because week after week, Jeff, we stare lovingly into Thomas's eyes. There's doe eyes of Thomas, <laughs> right? That that, that that beautiful, perfectly rounded, um, almost almost um waxed dome of his, um, the perfectly coiffed <laughs> um, goatee. He's definitely our Justin Timberlake. That's where I was going with it. Okay, okay. I, I thought oh, you were you know saying that. I'm JT. For yourself. I'm cool with that. I, I, I succeed. I succeed the uh, the heartthrob. That is you, Thomas. That's obviously you. <laughs> I and I got to thank you, John, because I was struggling for a name for my uh, soft rock uh, alt group, and now uh, Doe Eyes of Thomas is the new name of my, uh, my, my, my soft rock air supply tribute band. So. That better be Yacht Rock is what it is. Uh, that better be a t-shirt. Yes! <laughs> the Doe Eyes of Thomas, absolutely. Oh, okay. Mark, well, you and I have been assigned, so so we got to start doling them out. Guys, who's the shy one? I feel like Jeff talks the least. Yeah. Is any is anybody yeah. here actually shy? It's gonna be. <laughs> That's the question. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I don't know, Jeff. I hate to do this to you, man. I think I might have to I'll, agree with John just because you say the least. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> is See, there, there is there one for geriatric slipping slowly into <laughs> senility? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm the parental figure who makes sure that dipshit has his cane and everybody's got their choreography. <laughs> is that one of them? I don't remember. The, the manager. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Corey's our penny lane. Oh man. <laughs> so what is Corey? Does that mean you're assuming role of older brother and John gets saddled with young one, which is already making him smile. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> I think that's fair. I'm taking a picture of John. (laughs) Oh, that's gold. All right. There you have it. Christy, there is your FTM boy band. What were we calling ourselves? Foot foot to mouth. 
foot to mouth. Disease. Got, foot to mouth. Yeah. No, no, it's not foot to mouth disease. It's a sexual act. We're, we're doe eyes of Thomas. Oh. <laughs> doe eyes of Thomas. Yeah. Eyes of Thomas. <laughs> there you doe go, Christy. You got Marcus well, the bad boy, Jeff's the shy one, John's the young one, Corey's the older brother, and I, somehow I managed with heartthrob, and I am going to accept that and not argue with it and move mm-hmm. right along. <laughs> well played. Well yeah. played, McGee. Well played. Well played. Uh, that would be a great Hashtag time. Hashtag damn it, McGee. You beat me to it, man. <laughs> Speaking of hashtags from Christy McGee, another thing that Christy did, this is the second time, live tweeted the whole show. And we have some gold from it. So uh, as much as we enjoy doing these shows, personally, now this is becoming like a highlight for me. If I see Christy tweeting about the show, I'm very, very, very excited to see what it says. Um, Oh, we lost Mark. No. Tragedy has struck FTM for the first time. Oh, well. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll make up for it. Uh, so we we have a list of a few more hashtags that we are going to publish with this week's show. We have uh, hashtag every film has a butthole cut. There's Mark. <laughs> that beep came in at the perfect time. Uh, we also have hashtag use your pool noodle. Hashtag cranberry toes. And then as Mark said, hashtag damn it McGee. And then we have John's favorite. Keep the ball shaver out of your nose. <laughs> So this leads me into a question for two members of the pants panel. Um, I believe it was only the two of you that did this last week. We joked. We're like, haha, this is a really funny product about waxing your nose. Uh, both of you guys are like, great. We ordered it. Uh-huh. We joked about it. They're coming. Uh, um, so yep. sometime in the next couple of episodes, I mean, I, you have to imagine we're going to have to do this on YouTube. I feel like the, the gag gets lost if we're on audio. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I was pulling a Jeff. They're going to shave their balls on, on live air? Yeah, man. No, you're going to shave your balls. We're going to pull our nose hair. Didn't yeah, you okay. know it's the best way to get Patreon subscribers? That's right. That's right. <laughs> are we on Patreon now? At the $1. Yeah, at one, $1, uh, you could watch John shave his balls. At 5 he'll shave yours. <laughs> Oh, hey, oh wow! Trying to shave your balls. <laughs> <laughs> when you, you donate a, a large sum of five dollars to us, we want to take care of you. We're going to shave right. your balls. There's no, a no, I don't take mean, care of anybody. I will shave their balls, but I will not take care of them. Cost them a lot more if they want me to take care of them. That's the 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 twenty dollar Patreon tier is for fluffing. There you go. That's exactly it. Yeah, <laughs> fluffing privileges at twenty dollars. Uh, <laughs> I drink a lot of milkshakes growing up, guys. The extra thick I ones. I can't catch my breath right now. Let <laughs> me stop that. laughing. And that damn right, it's better than yours. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thank you for coming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thank you very much. Uh, I gotta, We're I gotta, to, to get us kind of back on track here, I, I, I'm really looking forward to doing this. Uh, I, I think this is going to be the best $19.99 I've ever spent. <laughs> Are we talking about uh, the nose waxing? Yeah, the, the, yeah. the jelly wax, yep. right? Or yep. the jelly wax light, whatever it's called. <laughs> uh, and for those of you at home watching or well, listening, the best way to like wrap your brain around what this is going to be, if, if you've ever had like the really cheap like popsicle making kits where you have like the little plastic handle with the, with the neck that goes down into the stuff and then it freezes and you have a popsicle, right? Imagine a small one of those, but instead of putting it in, something you're going to freeze you put it in hot wax and then this goes up your nose (laughs) 
And then when it comes out, your nose is Brazilian and it's going to be like, great. Uh, one of the things I'm really looking forward to, and this, this is, this is, this is not a bit, this is real life here <laughs> at work. I have to wear a mask all the time. And like my mustache is always getting shoved up into my nose and the mustache hairs like interweave with my nose hairs. And I'm like constantly on the verge of sneezing because of this. So I'm I'm really looking forward to this. So, so I, I just want to be clear because I'm paying attention to Jeff really mm -hmm. closely. And according to Jeff, by the time he gets done waxing his nose, his nose, he's going to sneeze. The dumbest dollar biblioteca. You said your nose was going to turn Brazilian, man. That's Spanish. I, I, dumbass. I, I kind of, uh, yeah. I don't speak Brazilian. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was making a reference to, you know, the the thing they do down there to get rid of all the hair. Down where? Corey. What are you Somebody like saved me, the Brazilian thing. I, I feel like we need to hold a telethon now for Jeff and his mustache being sucked up into his uh, nose <laughs> while wearing a mask at work. Dude, this sounds like a real problem. We should record a PSA. There you go. It, I think yeah, it really is. Get some touching music. That affects the yeah, because of Americans. Yeah. <laughs> Because I definitely, I definitely wear a mask all day too, and I don't have that problem. I've got a mustache. Well, when you get older, you'll have. I don't know have, what you're doing with your mask there, Jeff. When you get older, Mark, you're going to have the the nose hairs that are out of control, and that's where the problem lies. Oh, you mean, those. you mean yeah. these? And okay. to show you my commitment. <laughs> hey, look, I'm waiting. To point out. Sorry, I just want to point out my commitment to this. Twenty dollars American uh, is like sixty-eight dollars and forty cents uh, Canadian. So uh, I'm paying a lot more than Jeff is uh, to have this done to me. And uh, old Hansel, I believe it was, pointed out that ripping out all your nose hair during a pandemic may not be the smartest idea. Yeah, true. Uh, so I don't know, uh, Jeff, uh, if you've really uh, thought this through at this point. I have free health care, so I don't give a shit. Uh, you know, I'll just wander into the hospital and they'll do whatever. Uh, but you, my friend, uh, could be in, in deep, deep trouble. I'm, I'm going to roll the dice, man. Hey, it's just do what I do. I have these bald nippers. You just... Hold them right up to your nostril, two swipes, and you're done. Okay. Well, that was some Socratic-level philosophy from the pants panel, as always. Uh, if you've suffered through the last 26 minutes, we hope you'll suffer through the last 26 to 35 minutes. When we get back from the break, we are going to cover how coronavirus has been affecting the porn industry. <laughs> Howdy folks, it's good old Hillbilly Scribs here and I'd like to invite you to join me every single Monday morning here on the Feeding the Monster podcast feed for my show, The Hootin' Holler. And this is about a 10 to 15 minute variety show where, you know, I do my darndest to help all of you good folks get your week started off with a smile and a chuckle. So please join us and have a glorious week. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back from the break. The entire pants panel is here. Corey, that name is never going to get old. The alliteration, the, the perfect verbiage. Thank you, sir, for, for coining that term. My pleasure. 
So I, I cut to break a little early and, and missed the whole article here. That, that was a fun touch on last week. Uh, long story short, we have another restaurant that has found a very creative way uh, to aid social distancing. Guys, I've pulled up this article. Let's, let's watch this video, but not before we read the headline. So an Ocean City restaurant has rolled out bumper tables. To aid social distancing. This comes after our story of the pool noodle, pool noodle straw, straw hats. Wow, that was hard to say. Pool noodle straw hats. Uh, last week. This week, let's dive into this. Let's have a look. Uh, this so looks, can I just paint the picture for the folks at home of what we're looking at? Can we hit play and you can paint it while we while we watch? Absolutely. Okay, we're playing. <laughs> so so what we see here is imagine, if you will, some you know tables on wheels that... We're surrounded by what looks like inflatable tires that you would ride down the river ride at a theme park. Mm -hmm. And there are people who are um, shuffling into each other. There's a, there's a ramp that they can slide down to off of a truck. So that's about the width of the wheels. And slowly these people are trying in their flip-flops and sandals to not stub their toes or catch the curb as they wheel into a parking lot. <laughs> In said parking lot, they can bump into each other to jostle for positions, I'm assuming for food or a buffet of some sort. <laughs> so really quick, are we picturing this as like a like a combat dinner experience where you're fighting Why for your food? Why are they crossing the street, Thomas? <laughs> Why were they being offloaded off of trucks like cattle? <laughs> that's where the tires were. So let's like... Paint, while you're talking about painting a picture here, what we're essentially looking at is imagine like the frame of a shopping cart with an inner tube on top. At first, <laughs> I I literally thought it was going to be, uh, they found a way for you to get inside a bumper car, you know, that you go, the bumper cars, you yeah, know, at a, at a, a proper bumper or what car. have you. I thought they had figured out a way for you to sit in the car and then have it be a flat surface to where you could eat off of it while at the same time driving around <laughs> bumping people out of the way that's initially what i thought this was it's not exactly what we got and now i'm i won't lie to you i'm disappointed because if it were the actual bumper cars that's perfection to me because i don't want anyone around me while i'm you know stuffing my fat face at all and what better way to get people out of my way than being in a bumper car and go hey move out go away go so that's, yeah, what you're talking what about exactly is what you're talking about. Sounds like it would require a lot more engineering than what they did. So exactly. So, and that's, that's why I'm disappointed. Jeff in, in the, in the video there, I didn't actually see anyone with food. I did see some people with drinks yep. and uh, I, I've maybe talked about this before. I don't know if I've talked about it on the show, but like where I live in Texas uh, in the, the town of New Braunfels, we're, we're a recreation town. We have a, a couple of rivers here in town, and the and the big thing to do, maybe not right now because of the Rona, oh, but the big yeah. thing to do is to get inner tubes and float yep. the rivers. Yeah, we have that and I'm tube. looking at this, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this is what we need here. Have you all ever been to, like, one of the, the – I, I know that they have them, like, in bigger cities. They have these things. I think they're called the ducks, and they're, they're, they're kind of like an amphibious assault vehicle, <laughs> but they're for tourists. <laughs> But you basically ride around in them, and when they come up to a body of water, they just ride on in and turn into a boat, oh, and then man. they drive on out. Uh, oh. This is that for my city. 
this is what we need here. This would be so perfect. You just, you would just roll up to the bar and get your drink and then roll right out to the river and splash and go. <laughs> I just look at this quote from the owner. If you come in yes. to get a pound of shrimp and a beer, you can stand in one of these and walk around and look at things and talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what, what we all want to do. <laughs> what a concept. Uh, well, really, you can stand around and look at things. <laughs> talk to me. Corey, Corey, you've been relatively quiet on this. I, I want to hear. I want to hear from my fellow Canadian who's been relatively quiet on this. I, I really feel like this would be a novel and entertaining for about five minutes. Yeah. Because once you get your plate of spaghetti and your big stein of beer, and you want to just like eat, and some jackass is ramming you with his bumper table, uh, there's going to be a ton of fight. So I, this is, a, a, compared to the German idea especially, I don't know if they've really thought this through. I like Jeff's idea better because at least you're floating on a river. And I have to say, Jeff, uh, as a Canadian, uh, those ducks you talk about, those amphibious assault vehicles, uh, that's like half of our Canadian Navy. So, uh, you know, don't push it, U.S. is what I'm saying, because you think ducks are all friendly and all. They whooping on your ass. So. Thomas, can okay. you confirm that? I can. They don't duck around. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> thank so you. Thank you. Thank you. Several trips to Boston and gone on the duck tours there. They're cute. They're cute. <laughs> hold, on. hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Having taken several trips to Boston and been on the duck tours there, I can't... stop at that duck sentence. Tours? <laughs> what? The world famous duck tours. Where have you guys been? Your naval fleet, as you're describing it up in Canada, the way we handle it in the US is that we have duck tours that go through Boston that go on land and sea. Mm-hmm. And we take your, your amphibious vehicles and turn them into tour guides. It actually is called Boston Duck Tour, the original and world famous. It exists. Yeah, yeah, I was being serious. I thought we do so many bits on this that I genuinely thought you guys were just not where my brain went. Now now I would like to to address Mark's very unrealistic plan of bumper food. Because the reality is, having actually been the only one on this panel to try to navigate a vehicle while eating, and I'm not talking about eating in your car because that's a different animal. I'm talking about I've gone golfing exactly once and I was put in charge of the golf cart. <laughs> I was also put in charge of the, the tub of chicken that we bought prior to going golfing. So I drove the entire 18 holes with my knees eating said chicken. And it's not a fun activity, Mark. And to pair this up with like a bumper car thing, I think you're thinking very unrealistically. The only way to do this is the way these people have done it with shopping carts, with tires. And to Corey's point, if you're eating your spaghetti and some jackass is bumping you, you pick up a handful of said spaghetti and throw it in their face and order some more. Well, that's just a waste of spaghetti. This is turning into a WWE like backstage match where it just ends in a food fight. Now, Thomas, uh, much like last week, I've been looking at the other things on this page. Oh, no. And cranberry toes. And there's actually a, a poll question here. Can you scroll back up, please, Thomas? The question is, have you purchased mason jars for any purpose <laughs> in the last six months? And your options are yes, no, I already have a bunch, or other slash does not apply. I like the third option. I would, I would like the other option of none of your damn business. <laughs> 
Why do they need to know that? What do we collectively, the better yeah. question is collectively as the Feeding the Monster podcast feed group here, the pants panel, uh, what do we want to answer? <laughs> That's the better question. So, so I have an issue with this question. I, I oh, want none of your damn business. John's no, 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 no. This, this question is misleading as somebody who shops a lot because I, I buy sometimes jars of food that come in mason jars. Now, I'm not buying the mason jar. I'm buying the food within it. So does that go under the, the, the D other because I unintentionally bought a mason jar? I, I think that falls uh, under the other category. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not going to buy a mason want... jar, but I got one anyway. Yeah, I, I well, we I still prefer the option that we need, which is none of your damn business. But you know, that's I just I me. tried to answer for us, and and now it's telling me it wants to track my cookies, so I'm gonna say no. Uh, thank mm. you. You can't have no, this cookie. It's, it's a no. Sorry, no. NBC You'll Washington. Never know NBC Washington. <laughs> what our answer is to that question? This cookie ain't yours. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they were guys. They were just doing it for the cookie. <laughs> doing it for the, for the cookie. Yeah, the cookie. <laughs> oh. So you can take that cookie and stick it up your yeah <laughs> until until Eddie Van Halen comes over <laughs> in in an amphibious <laughs> assault vehicle. It's called a duck tour. A duck tour. And, and that that dear listeners is called a callback. Oh, all right. Let's let's move into the original back half of the show topic here. If I didn't fuck it up already, uh, we are moving into how the coronavirus pandemic is changing the pornography industry. So, John, you found this article and you yes. were thrilled to share this with me because it is a hell of a discussion. So why don't, why don't you walk us through the beginning of this? So, 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 so Thomas, as you know, every Monday I start my day off by looking up what's new in the porn industry, because I like to keep up abreast of these things. Phrasing. I took a sip of water. You almost need to spit it on the abreast. screen. Abreast. Um, so, so, so in doing so, I come across this article and of course, I'm very concerned because anytime there's an epidemic or a pandemic, it affects the porn industry because people work very closely together most times. Sometimes they work alone. <laughs> Thank you, John, for breaking down how that works for us. And my concern here is, you know, STDs and AIDS and all of this have been predominant since the 80s as topics of discussion and concern in the porn industry, and they've done a very good job of showing how they're regulating that among themselves, and they've had to for the federal government and, and whatnot. Now, the issue here is that with the coronavirus, they have to stay six feet apart. And I don't know if you've ever had sex or a sexual act of any kind, but most of them are closer than six feet apart. <laughs> just a, It's just a lot of honey, get the extender. Well, well, I mean, unless you're the cuck. Oh, hey, oh, speaking of callbacks. <laughs> so, 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 Jeff, I, I only watch a lot of the these these odd like, like stepmother, son, stepmother, stepdaughter things. What, 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 what exactly? And a couple of these things with a the couch. I, I need to know um, what a cuck is. 
I, I think we like went over this like in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. I still don't know because, because time has glossed over it. Okay, well, John, I mean, thank you for publicly declaring you don't listen to anything we do. But yeah, feel free uh, if you guys want to hear that explanation. Mark gives a fantastic explanation uh, based on Carol Baskin's uh, not dead husband. So that's fun. Anyways, back to porn. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. That's the only time everyone's gone silent laughing ever. Sorry, Corey. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry that that was so good. That Corey, I wasn't prepared for that. I Corey, is anything it, jumping off the page here to you? Oh. Well, I got to admit, I, I, because we only received the show notes uh, for the show uh, <laughs> roughly 48 seconds before we go on the air, I I, I, I didn't quite understand uh, coronavirus coronavirus <laughs> in the porn industry. I thought maybe we were getting some coronavirus type porn where you know a guy in a hazmat suit walks into a hospital gown. <laughs> walks in a hospital room with a naked woman and he's like i'm here to give you uh your test and she's like oh you got something to shove up my nose and then he pulls out his wiener out of a hole in the hazmat suit and says well i got this and then they go at it i thought that's what you guys were talking about but uh after looking at this article i immediately think of leslie nielsen and priscilla presley in the naked gun with the full body condoms and other than that you know there's really no way that Corey, now again i don't watch all kinds of porn are you suggesting there are types of porn out there where a man will shove himself up a woman's nose? Because please share links. <laughs> That's well, basically what you guys are doing. There's a whole world out there waiting for you, my friend. You, you, you can't be so narrow-minded. <laughs> oh, Which, my. This is a mess. What? what it's, what uh, porn it's, actually a, it's actually a category on Pornhub. Yeah, yeah. What, what's the name of the category on Pornhub? I just need to know. Nose humpers. Uh, I just, Corey, it's... all I can picture after you painted the picture of the hazmat suit, all I can picture is it just dude walks in in a hazmat suit and it's like from torso up and then it pans down and you just see like, you know, those boxes when people are working with uranium, they have like the rubber gloves. It's just, just dude's taking one of those in like the rubber sleeve. Guys, so, 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 you, you know, true story and sad story, but with a happy ending, I guess. So, so my, 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 my father recently had hip surgery mm-hmm. and in having hip surgery, we bought him one of these grippers so he could, you know, if he drops the remote control or something, pick it up. Do you think that Corona porn involves these kind of extended extender gripper things Absolutely. that the elderly and those with hip surgeries and knee surgeries right. use? Art imitates reality, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Even worse than that, John, you remember as a kid, they had those little gripper things with the shark heads? Yeah. You could use those with like a shark head and grab on and, you know, do their business. I mean, I mean, that would be a ball nipper. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. For $5, Sean will take a shark head ball nipper and go at your private parts. Join our Patreon today. I, that is a phenomenal endorsement. I just want to touch on this last note before we move on from this. Please touch away, Thomas. <laughs> The puns have been rampant we in are, this. So Ooh, we are we are um, keeping it on brand. In in this the the writer of this article uh, says the porn industry's best defense against the coronavirus might be its commitment to safer sex. In California's San Fernando Valley, where many adult films are shot, the state's Division of Occupational Safety and Health requires that employees, although not independent contractors, wear condoms. This is this is the best part. So that's one thing, right? It's this part that I love. It's this next line. And that cleaning crews wear gloves. I 
for the love of God, <laughs> cleaning crew, please wear gloves. When was this a thing? you all good. <laughs> Why aren't they wearing gloves before the coronavirus? That's what I'm saying. This is disgusting and terrifying and should have been a thing way, 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 way back. So I know, I know we yeah, want to move Jerry's on. Jerry's well, not without gloves. I mean, it's coronavirus, <laughs> right? But Two weeks ago, maybe, but Jesus. Jeez, not now. <laughs> I, I know. Look, in, no. in their defense, they do get tested quite often. So mm -hmm. maybe there's the whole factor of, uh, well, look, we got tested. It's clean. So whatever. Wipe it off with your bare hands. But is, is coronavirus, coronavirus is not a sexually transmitted oh. disease, is it? No, no, no. That, no, that is not. I'm just saying uh, uh, people in the, in the sex work industry have to regularly get checked. I was going to say, otherwise it would have made that bat story a lot more interesting. So, so here's, what, here's what's interesting, though, is that right now they're still making porn. And it's only like roommates who are making porn with each other. And, and it, it's kind of redundant <laughs> porn at this point. Because... They only can have the same. Like, let's say, let's say at most they live in like three or four people to to an apartment. So at, at most, you know, I, I don't know the math, but you know, th there's a couple of combinations of those those four people, right? And th that's not very interesting after a month. Okay, that is that is my favorite category on Pornhub. Actually, is redundant porn. Yeah, same here. Man in life on a Sunday. <laughs> It's just reruns of old reality TV playing on the TV in the background. <laughs> Every four weeks or so, all you hear is a... Uh, can our... Uh, can, <laughs> it's, it's that followed by a... Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, can, can our can our episode... Can our title episode be the merits of redundant porn? Yes. <laughs> it's going to be... That's the merits then, talk, talk, talk. Go, go a, play with your sister. Uh, that's, that'll do. There's the small like, clap for today, everybody. Did you put milk on the grocery list? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so wait, was that a clap guys, or wasn't it? You be the judge. I have a question. Okay, and this is a serious one because I'm really mm -hmm. thinking about Finally, redundant porn you. and whatnot right now. And, and you guys, you guys are smacking your hands together. Really got me thinking. <laughs> well, yeah. let, let's say. That there are four porn star roommates, all guys. Oh, no. And they have one Oreo cookie. Do they have to stand three feet away from the Oreo cookie? Or do they each have to stand six feet away from the Oreo cookie? Because this is the distance between the people, or because the people eventually reach the cookie, if you know what I mean. Do they have to stand that far away from the cookie to make sure they stay away from the contaminants? So, I mean, if it's anything like the Apple store... <laughs> Which this analogy is exactly like the Apple store. Good call there, Thomas. Then I would say you're probably good to be three feet on either side because that seemed to be what people were doing today. So <laughs> three feet around the cookie at all times, folks. Let's move the hell on from this story. Uh next, um in, in not related. Oh, actually, this is porn related. Never mind. Uh we are <laughs> wait, what? Uh an adult website has announced a $15 million bid for the naming rights to the Saints Superdome, the Silverdome, brother. Um this is pretty incredible. <laughs> the strip chat superdome at least has a certain ring to it, is the first line in this article. So ultimately, strip chat 
an adult website company announced in an email to Yahoo Sports. I like how they emailed Yahoo. I feel like it wasn't big enough for any sports journalist to find out. They had to actually write the outlet and say, hey, get this out. We're doing this. So they wrote Yahoo uh, and announced their $15 million bid uh, for naming rights to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, home of the New Orleans Saints, amongst other many large events every year. I believe um, you mean the Strip Chats Superdome. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if it's up to them, I don't know if 50 million will do it, but I guess we'll get through this here and find out. Uh, it comes after the team said that Mercedes-Benz won't renew its contract with the team. So going into this, uh, what adult companies would you guys want to see sponsor a particular arena and and where would it be? Well, first off, I was just going to say before we jump into this, I mean... It kind of had a porn name before. I mean, Mercedes Benz, that's like the perfect porn star name. True. Yeah, that's very that's true. I, I bet you it probably already is. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> the Brazzers Stadium taking over for the Tennessee <laughs> Titans. Yep. Mercedes Benz is an adult star. Jeff, you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Did I? <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh here's do you guys do you guys want me to read the statement from the company the actual statement they made to yahoo to announce this sure sure, yeah. Yeah, sure. go for it in our opinion new orleans is the party capital of the united states it's always been synonymous with nightlife and entertainment it comes alive at night with people wandering the neon hued promenade of one of the most famous nightlife strips in the world bourbon street i'd like to think that we here at strip chat embody some of new orleans character and flair as one of the world's leading adult webcam sites that averages over 60 million visitors per month, we know a thing or two about having a good time. We have been looking into penetrating the sports world and think this is a wonderful opportunity to do so by announcing a bid of up to $15 million for the naming rights to the Superdome. Now, you guys, I was trying so hard not to laugh because I knew that word was coming because I read this Can once already. Oh, did Can you we know just it was coming? Can we just give it a, a can we give whoever wrote this over at Strip Chat just a round of applause right, for just yeah. I mean, small clap today. They had they had so much fun writing up this, this <laughs> statement. And I got to say like I salute you M Mr. or Mrs. whoever whoever um, wrote this on behalf Mar of Strip Mark, Chat. Mark Mark when we talk about stri stri strippers and and, and porn um, saluting mm. means something completely different, my friend. <laughs> Corey, do you have well, thoughts? I saluted with my I saluted with my hands. I, I salute. I use my hands to help salute too, but that's besides the point. All right, side conversation okay. finished. Corey, do you have thoughts? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm in love with that statement. Like anytime an adult company tries to put out a statement like that, like we here at Murray's Butt Plug Emporium are serious <laughs> about your butt plug needs. <laughs> That's why we Murray's Butt Plug Stadium coming soon, deep in the heart of Texas. Whether you're a snare drum, we got you covered at Murray's Butt Plug Emporium. Deep's capitalized in that deep, and underscored. Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Oh, my word. <laughs> so, so do you think they're going to hire contractors to come and install like little novelty sex toy and condom dispensers in all the bathrooms? That's I hey, man. 
I would bet you they'd probably have little like terminals. Like go into you go into the bathroom <laughs> stall and you close it. It's like in, like the back of an airport seat, you know, or like an airplane seat where there's just a little screen there and you can just type in, select your category. <laughs> I tell you, that'll be fun to explain to the kids when you go to a Saints game. Yeah, no hey, mommy, kidding. Why is Drew Brees wearing a garter? Oh, well, you know, it's part of the new sponsorship <laughs> yeah, agreement. That's why does that freeze. man have a dildo on his helmet? <laughs> that's that's kind of part of my that's my favorite part of this whole article right there is that the is that the underneath underneath that uh paragraph right there is that <laughs> veteran saints quarterback drew Brees and the owner gail benson are super religious so <laughs> this whole thing just makes that equally hilarious because what are they gonna do it's like what are you gonna do what are you gonna do drew Brees? you gonna retire <laughs> Yeah, you'd have done. You'd already done that last year. You didn't. You didn't do it. Well, it's so, messy. Yeah. It's messy there. You know, the article kind of talks about that. Sorry, Corey, go ahead. But I'm just looking at uh, Strip Chat is not the first uh, company to submit an offer for the publicity of it. Bang Bros, a Miami-based porn <laughs> production company, also submitted a, a bid of ten million dollars for the naming rights to the Miami Heat Arena last September. <laughs> Feel the friction. Can I just say? <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would love it if it were changed to the Bang Bros Superdome. Because that has a ring. That has a really good ring to it. So, 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 guys, I, I was doing a little research while you guys were all, mm -hmm. you know, doing the show. Um, and what I'm thinking is, the vivid pictures Minnesota Vikings, the the, the, the New England Patriots Pornhub Stadium. Or the Bang Bros yes, Boston Bruins. <laughs> oh, any, there you go. Any any of those I feel like are a good fit. What are you guys thinking? What's the Boston Bruins <laughs> arena called? Does anybody um, know? Bet, <laughs> bet, Bang Brothers Casting Couch, right? <laughs> That's what they changed it to. They changed the name of the arena to the Casting Couch. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, the Dallas Cowboys? Live from the AT&T... In a stadium. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nicely done. Oh, I just really want rabbit dildos to as a sponsor something in the sports world. <laughs> no, yeah. hey, give give it time. These are these are crazy times. Give it give it a moment. Yeah, they'll they'll sell sponsorship to anyone for anything, especially in sports, especially coming out of COVID. Right, everyone's gonna have to try and make uh, money again somehow. You, you know what? Like, when like Usain Bolt was like the fastest man in the world, and and winning all the sprints, yes. if the rabbit could sponsor Usain Bolt as as like an Olympian, then we can ha see like commercials like who will make you come faster. <laughs> oh my fucking. <laughs> I don't think there is a better note to that go is out on. That's a good joke. It should have been mine. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, do we have any uh, final thoughts uh, on how the porn industry like, is being I changed? I can't even laugh. I, I can't even laugh at that joke because I'm so mad I didn't think of it. <laughs> well, you continue to stew in anger as we throw to everybody else for social media plugs before you. Guys, let's let's head out for today for episode eight. John, where can the good folks find you on social media? Uh, um, a good friend, Tamor, if he ever shows back up, can find me at John Mariano NY, Instagram and Twitter. You can find me he here in Rockhockama by the lake. Whatever he needs, I'm here. And Jeff, how about you? 
You can find me on the Twitter and the IG at Jeff Saunders 74 and uh, every Monday here on the uh, Feeding the Monster doing the hoot and holler. There you go, Corey. Where can people find you on the Twitter and the IG? On the uh, social medias, I'm at CD Morset. Uh, soon here on Feeding the Monster, uh, the power of positive geeking coming very, very soon uh, to this podcast feed. And if you find yourself in Saskatchewan, ever first, why? And second, I got a spare room. Just come on by. We got big goods. There you go. And that uh, that truck you just heard ripping off was Jeff. He, you know, we already know he doesn't pay attention. So as soon as he's done his plugs, he's out. Mark, where can people find you? Bye, Jeff. Uh, you can always find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark the Bat, and always find me here at the Feeding the Monster podcast feed on Rantings of a Maniac every other Wednesday. I've been getting a lot of good feedback on my uh, last episode on Deftones Part 1. Stay tuned for Deftones Part 2. It's going to be so much fun. Awesome, man. Yeah, more music. More music from Rome in the future, 100%. Uh, you oh, can yeah. find me on Twitter at Thomas Wrestling and on Instagram at T Wrestling. You can find the Feeding the Monster podcast feed on all social media platforms at FTM Podcast Feed. We are also available pretty much wherever podcasts are distributed, and you can find our T Public Store link in the description. Guys, thanks as always. This is always such a blast every week. We're all waving. That's why. <laughs> yeah, audio stuff doesn't play that well, does it? <laughs> Just roll with it. Just roll with it. No, they can't see you dancing. There we go.